From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of March 29th, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Max the Intern, Scott Smith, and Teresa Eccles back in the peanut gallery, along with our friend, Matt Dubrovlowski. Am I pronouncing that right, Dubrovlowski? Dubrovalski. Dubrovalski, sorry. Because remember, Julie messed up on that. Okay. He really likes to remind me of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this segment, uh, Julie Martin is going to talk to us about little ones at Epcot because uh, there is still that perception out there that there is nothing to do with little ones at Epcot. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, not having little ones, I, I, I don't know. So maybe you can, you can shed some light on that for us. Well, Epcot is our favorite park. Agreed. Me and Corey. Um, We actually were at Magic Kingdom on Friday, and it's just horrendous with all the construction going on. And we both agree we're not going back until (laughs) there's a little more to do. But um, So we went to Epcot on Sunday, and this is the first time we've been to a park since they are both full-on walking slash trying to run and climbing on everything. Okay. So I totally am not opposed to the monkey backpacks. <laughs> I agree with We are going to get some of those for sure. Um, Ferris is at the age where he wants to walk by himself. He doesn't want to hold your hand. You know, he's a little oh, Mr. Independent. Yep. Finley does a little better with holding hands. So that's definitely in our future. But we usually do World Showcase. Um, we look for spots where we can get them out and let them walk around where there are not large crowds. Um, we started, we went counterclockwise. We started in Canada. Off Kelter wasn't playing, or else we would have listened to them. And then we made our way to the UK. Now, personally, I think the English Garden towards the back, where the British Invasion <laughs> plays, is a great spot to let your kids run around when the British Invasion is not, not playing. It's not there. It's not crowded. Right. It's, it's not crowded. There are plenty of benches and little, kind of a little maze area for them to explore, and you can keep a, a good eye on them. Um, so we went down basically across the bridge. We went under the bridge where they have the dessert parties mm-hmm. because down the, at the very bottom, at the bottom of the stairs, it's totally enclosed. They can't get into the water and they can't escape. So we went down good, there. you good, know, good spot. Right. Let them play. Let them look out at the water. Finley was obsessed with the birds, wanting to try to catch one. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. Um, you know, my, uh, my nephew and his fiance and their two-year-old daughter were in town uh, last month. And that was the first time I've ever been through the park with a two-year-old. And it is amazing what they find to amuse themselves oh, with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, for her, it was like grass and dirt and birds yes. and, you know, things that, you know, obvi- you know I'm certainly not going to pay attention to. No. Yeah, the Magic Kingdom, um, Finley just wanted to pick up every piece of popcorn she saw. So that entire day, I was like, no, Finley, no, Finley, no popcorn. Like going to the park with Teresa. (laughs) (laughs) Keep her on her leash, John. Keep her on her leash. So, um, you know, we we did that first. Let them get hot. Let them play. Um, At this time of year, especially, and getting into the summer months, it's hot. You know, Ferris and Finley were both sweating, and I'm constantly offering them juice and water, whatever I can get in them to make sure they don't get dehydrated. 
and we also had lots of snacks, um, you know, because you never know with a kid. He, you know, didn't eat a, a good lunch that day, so I had everything I could possibly think of that he would snack on. <laughs> so we moved on from there, went through France and um, into Morocco, into the bazaar, which is another fun place to go. There are drums and tambourines and different things, you know, instruments for them to play. We're pushing a double stroller, so a lot of these places are hard to navigate, especially in Morocco. There's a lot of breakable things, so you got to be careful with yeah. that if you're pushing a double wide. Yeah. I mean, we choose the double instead of pushing, pushing two singles, um, because then if Corey were to leave me to go to the bathroom, you know, I don't have to try to maneuver two strollers right. Right. You know, by myself. I like the side-by-side double stroller. It's From Orlando Stroller Rental. That's the stroller we have. Yeah, it's definitely my when favorite. When we go, my daughter has the one that the seats are behind each other. They're the double. And that's sort of nice, but that's really long. It's really hard to navigate. Yeah. Um, this double stroller that we have, which is like the baby sit jogger. It's made by City Mini. It will turn on a dime. How is it like in the aisles of a store? Fine. It's great. I mean, our hmm. other one was like pushing a tank. Yes. And you really, you got an arm workout after And then it's like, who do you let sit in the front? When you let the heavier child sit in the front, it's even harder to maneuver. Yeah. And Ferris doesn't want him to be in the back because he can't see. Well, last week we went and we only had the single stroller because my daughter's in the process of moving. And so we had two strollers. And we had one of the Disney's and one of ours. And, of course, then the girls didn't really want to be in strollers and the only way we could get julie to stay in hers was we said we were going to have a race (laughs) and my stroller was the faster one so we just always made sure that i got there before katie did with Allie and hers and that kept her happy that's good make a game mm -hmm. do anything you can to keep your toddler i I say toddler because i think they are one of the hardest um age groups to Mm -hmm. you know kind of make have a good time or you know keep from having meltdowns and all those kinds of things, which any child can have a meltdown. But at the age of two, I think it happens a lot more. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're just getting kind of know themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so. It, it's looking at this park from a whole new perspective. Oh, it is completely different. I, you know, we're looking around for spot, spots to let them go. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, is this a good spot? Is this a good spot? You know, are they going to run into people? I mean, you can't blame somebody from running into your kid if, if they just dart out in front of, you know, a, a path. Well, you know, and, you, and, I'm sorry, go ahead. And also, it's not about you. No. It's not about, oh, I want to go and ride the rides, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. you got to make it about them. We go with the age. intention of not doing any rides, mm-hmm. unless it's, you know, the boat ride in or Mexico. Or to cool off or, or something. Yeah, the boat ride in, in Norway, because those are fun. Well, you, brought, you brought up an interesting, uh, controversial, I might add, point about the monkey backpacks. Um, this is one of those hot topic issues on the boards that uh, these monkey backpacks that are kind of like child leashes and some parents are violently opposed to using them. Um, When we went through the parks with Victoria, I can't imagine doing it any other way. Right. I agree, Pete. the, The look on her face that she was in this amazing place. Because she's the same way as as Ferris. She doesn't want to hold your hand. She wants to walk on her own. And you could just see it on her face how happy she was to be able to be walking on her own Mm -hmm. like a big girl. Yet her mother or father or I had that. And they have no idea. No. 
Because we actually saw one little girl with her monkey backpack on, and Uncle Corey said, look at her. She is having a blast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's- and had no idea that Dad was hanging on to the back of her. Exactly. And, you know, especially in this day and age. I was afraid of them when I'd see people, like, or I thought that they were terrible when I saw parents doing that till the first time I took my granddaughter, and my daughter had put it on her. And Julie, like you said... Their eyes like light up, and they think they're they've got the roaming of the whole park. You know, the I only also, time I'm against them is when they include a choke chain. <laughs> <laughs> they've improved That's the them immensely. Version. They've improved them immensely since Max was little. When the when they first started coming out, it there was nothing fun about it. I mean, it was it was a leash, which basically was the same, but they didn't have the character and the whole persona of you know. Well, you know, it's one of those things that it's up to. You know, every parent knows their child. Mm-hmm. And what kills me on the boards are these parents who post as though their way of parenting is the only way. It's like a competition mm-hmm. or something. And exactly. Mm-hmm. And anybody who doesn't do it their way is a bad parent. Yeah. Yeah, they, Which they, is absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. They have no idea if the child has a disability or anything like that. Or well, they, the, they don't, they don't they, even care. Not even about a disability. It's the child's personality. Mm-hmm. And a parent knows their child. Yeah, Finley won't go far from me. See, Ferris, if it's I try easier. to hold his hand, he will, he will actually throw a fit, sit down mm-hmm. in the middle of a busy walkway, mm. and I have to pick him up, and then he... It, I try to avoid that. Then it's even worse because he's like, put me down. Yeah, Yeah, you're right, Julie. Pete, it is the child. I mean, you could have a dozen children and some. We'll stay right next to you. We'll stay right next to you. Stella has been ever glued to my side where Grace has always been two blocks away. That's not good parenting. You shouldn't use glue. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's poor. But it's the child and, and you know you're and you can't, you know, before you have kids or even if you've got them. You only know your children. Mm-hmm. You can't force your ideas on someone else and say, Julie, dang it, my kids are older than you. You got to listen to me. I yeah. know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. They're your Anybody kids. Anybody who comes at me with advice, I just listen. And if I think it's good advice, yeah, yeah. I might take it. And if not, I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I take it or I dispose right, exactly. of it. But yeah. I don't offend them and I don't fuss back. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. I, mean, right. I don't do that. Just, you know. Use it you if know, you can. There are people out there who, like Pete said, they think that their way is the right way, and that's fine. With and they get so nasty on the board sometimes mm-hmm. about it, and it just blows me away. It's like, what, what, what is wrong with you? I'm also not a, um, like, you know, if they fall down or, you know, say they are headed some, into something like eating dirt or a leaf and they're not supposed to, I'm not the parent who's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you can't do that. Don't do that. Because I feel like. That's just going to make them like more like high anxiety and nervous. Mm -hmm. You know, I let her go over there and pick it up. It's almost to the mouth. And I'm like, no, (laughs) ma'am, you know, and sometimes she probably does get a little dirt, but it's not going to hurt hurt her. her. Right. I'm just, I'm not that kind of parent, you know, I I don't know. And again, you know, it's, it's, you know, your children better than anybody else. When they fall down, I'm like, get back up. Come on, stand up. We used to, I have a relative who, when a child would drop her pacifier, it had to be boiled before she could touch Mm. it again. I just, 
I and my grandmother <laughs> put it in her mouth and give it back to her. <laughs> my grandmother would stick it in her mouth, stick it in the sugar bowl, and hand it back to the kids. Well, you know, neither of our children used pacifiers. Um, with Ferris, I didn't want to, and Finley just didn't like it, so we didn't use them. But like in, in our case, it would be a sippy cup or a bottle. And this did happen, and I think someone saw me do this. She dropped her bottle, and I just picked it up, and I just kind of wiped it off with my mouth. And then I took like something else and cleaned it off. But, you know, it's like... Really? What? Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just I'm not I'm not a freak about about things like that. But so we were continuing on our way and just constantly looking for things for them to do. Which Italy is definitely our favorite play pavilion. Um, there's always really something. there's all that Murano glass. <laughs> there's always something interesting going on outside. Whether it's the ladies in red, um, if you know who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. the ladies in red the who perform. <laughs> not the ladies of there's the night. Is something else going on at? Uh... <laughs> Italy? And then there's always like a, a guy who comes out. He was playing with soccer balls and he interacting with the kids, and that's fun. Then there's the little uh, raised pavilion in the center with stairs. A little platform. A little platform they can play on and just all sorts of things to kind of explore and do. There's the fountain, which is closer to the smoking area. So, you know, just be wary of that um, if you don't want your kids to be around smoke. And then all the way back to the, the pizzeria. I, I just... Even if there are people around, it's still really easy. We each take one and follow them, mm-hmm. you know, kind of park the stroller or kind of push it along with us. But it's just it's one of the best places, in my opinion, to let them get down and play. Um, well, never even thought of that. Yeah. But you're right. There's always something going on. At always. You're right. And then also in China. See, and I, I, curse, I, I, would... I curse that because it's like they create these crowds in the middle of the walkway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, can't you move it into the pavilion? <laughs> do you have to do it I don't it know the why they don't utilize that little stage for I these performers. Yeah. I don't know. There must be a reason. Yeah. That's kind of weird. But in China also, you know, they have the, the people who stack the bowls, which we, I wouldn't let them out. But that's also something that's fun to watch. Um there's always characters around, you know, we saw Beast, we saw Marie, we saw Aladdin, we've seen, you know, tons. So if you're into doing characters, and from what I saw, the lines weren't very long. Um, and we learned at the Magic Kingdom that Finley likes the Beast. Aww. Oh, really? Isn't that funny? That is she funny. She saw him on the float and she was just like, ah, ah. I don't know if she thought he was a big dog or something, <laughs> but she loves the Beast. That's funny. So, um. I'm trying to think. No, well, we, I mean, throughout throughout the uh, the World Showcase, I mean, they were getting hot. So we had uh, uh, ja- Japan's a great store to walk through. I was just going to ask you that. Will you take them into the stores? Yes. Absolutely, because it's a great time to cool off. For, even for me, I mean, mm-hmm. I was sweating going in there, and when I walked out, I was fine. I'm like, I, I really, like, I really needed that. I feel like I'm going to hit stuff over in those stores. <laughs> well, they're in the stroller when we go in stores. We definitely don't just let them run wild. Um, went through the little kids' shopping area, let Finley play with a little Hello Kitty. Ferris played with a monkey. She got a little mad when I took it away. Go over to the fans. <laughs> we fan them a little bit, fan ourselves. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> keep on going. They like for you to blow on them. So a fan is like one of the most entertaining things ever, you know? Wow. With laughing and smiling. Um, but yeah, pointing out different things to them that they can, you know, touch or do. It's We didn't do any attractions, but I think if we did, we probably would have. The Norway and also uh, Mexico. the Mexico, but we didn't go in there to see it. No, uh, you you would have done Maelstrom with the kids. Yeah, I've done it with Ferris. He likes really. Mm-hmm. He likes being on a boat. He loves water, you know. Okay. And at this age, the trolls don't really scare him yet. So mm-hmm. we took the the granddaughters to living with the land, 
and you, there's a little song like when you get towards the end and my little two-year-old granddaughter was sitting there like dancing to the music and I, I'd never seen anybody have that much fun in living with the land before but they <laughs> they really enjoyed seeing all the like bananas and the fish and and it was a like a nice quiet time to Yep. Did she fall asleep in Journey to Imagination? No, they like it. The more times they go, they're actually because I started showing them indoctrination. You know, showing them like where the hidden Mickey's. The first time they were scared because it was dark, but now they like it. I don't know. I, we might have to call Dyfus on you because <laughs> taking children into that attraction is like abuse. I mean, anything with music for us for our family is great. If we hear music, we're gonna go. We're gonna watch it and let them enjoy themselves, dance, whatever, because it's something that they both really enjoy. I think most kids enjoy music. So I say try to hit every band you can see. You know, even at the the America Pavilion, which the lady who was performing, uh, we were not going to be watching her. I don't even remember what her name was, but we listened to the song, and I was like, oh, my gosh, talk about taking a nap. <laughs> I gotta find. I forget her name. We did um, Nemo, too, and that's good oh, yeah. because that's they can awesome. identify Nemo's with a good the little... One, yeah. You know the creatures in there, and then we just went up and we wandered through where all the fish That's tanks were. That's one of the best cues to let them walk through themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, leave your stroller out and just let them walk through with you because it's you know lots of things to look at and touch and feel. And it's he always really funny, like that. what they see that, like you've walked through fifteen times and never noticed, and the kids will point something out and you're like, oh yeah, okay, that's cool. Right, exactly. Um, so we actually ended our day in Mexico. And just sat out under the little pavilion at the fast food at um, fast food. That, you know, it's right San next Angel to the new Inn. right San Angel Inn. Well, it's not the inn; it's right. the fast it's food one. So we had a snack cantina. Let the kids have a drink and some snacks, and the breeze off the water Give was just incredible. It's covered. <laughs> um, no, they prefer non no salt. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but and that was at, at a point where Ferris was kind of having a little meltdown. And not, I mean, I, I say meltdown, but neither one of my kids really throw horrible fits. Not yet, anyway. So um, just gave him what he wanted. He I was, was going to say, you can tell, like, when your child's, like, had enough. Yeah. And it's not like it's a meltdown. It's just like, okay, now we're ready. To the we, hardest we thing knew. is, though, is because once you get them out, especially him, and let him go and play, and then we want to move on, he does not want to get mm-hmm. back in the stroller. You have to commit yeah. to it. So by us going in and um, doing a ride... We have to commit to it. We're taking them out. We need to do the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we can't go in and say, okay, the line's too long. Right. Yeah. I'm going to put you back in the stroller. By Mexico, he was ready to go out. So, And they were really hot at this point, too. It was a hot day. So we're like, okay, let's go cool off. Let's go into uh, interventions. We never made it there. We had a stopping point, mm. which was awesome. The splash pad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think these should be in every park. Mm-hmm. And there should be multiple ones, which in Epcot, there's the one, like, when you're coming into the World Showcase, it's on your right, right past one of the little small kiosks. Right past the DVC kiosk. Right. Yeah. Um, and then this one is over right behind, like, Interventions. And right the, across from Mission Space. Yeah. And, right yeah, I think it's, it's important to remind people, bring your kids' bathing suits. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a child of a toddler like us, I have extra clothes, always. You know, diaper blowouts food, whatever's on them, you know. So I told Corey, I said, get them out. Let's take their shoes and socks off, and they can have at it. And, and don't let your kids run around there naked. Yeah, yeah, really. You know, it, and even if it's a little girl, I mean, just put a shirt on her. No, we saw a fully nude, like, six-year-old boy. Oh. Yeah. No. But he, and he wasn't even in the splash pad. He was, like, off to the side. I don't know if the parents had stripped him to change him right there. 
That, okay. Oh, maybe they should that, have some rules. I'm sorry. I hate. I, I we were over there the other day at Epcot, and we I saw um, a couple totally changing out a child right but, there yeah, beside what, the room. What you, what you have to remember is that, especially at, at Disney, it's a real international right. market. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They don't see anything. The, you know. it, other cultures, and I'm not judging it at all, but other cultures don't feel that way right. about you know nudity. And well, I, they were Alabama mind. or Georgia. They weren't. I don't care if you know. Couple. It's not about him being naked. It's about other the cultures? other people said, yeah. around. <laughs> in my opinion. You know, like the incident typhoon lagoon. You don't know who's walking around right. these parks. Right. And what if someone took a photograph of that little yep. boy? Yep. That was what no, I thought. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I understand. You know, like we did, like right at the edge of the splash pad, we had our stroller. I took the wet clothes off, left them in their diapers, and I carried each one in and changed them. But I was not going to carry a soaking wet child up against my body. You know? Sorry. Just took the clothes off and then ran to the bathroom real quick with both of them. But I think we spent like a half hour, 45 minutes there just mm-hmm. letting them play and have a blast. And, you know, other kids were playing in and out. They just had a great yeah. time. How does it change your enjoy you know you mentioned that it's your favorite park um now with children how does it change your enjoyment level they only have a shot at every other pavilion <laughs> it, it it doesn't change drinking. like our routine i mean usually we would go around the world showcase and just do exactly what See, we I do usually, now right but i usually would shop a little more <laughs> <laughs> it I, I think it it's changed it for the better it's something new we're seeing it through their eyes now which i love uh, like even the magic kingdom i mean we we're actually looking for Mickey and Minnie because they know mm-hmm. who they are. So mm-hmm. that's that's changed. I've never been to the Magic Kingdom only mm-hmm. to go see Mickey and Minnie. We made a point. Yeah, that was our main goal. Yeah, we need- was for her to see Mickey and Minnie on her birthday. You know, that I've was, been, you know, I've been to the park so many times, and it's always kind of like the same routine. It's nice to break out of that routine. Just yeah. like when we, we did Animal Kingdom like a couple of months ago because Ferris had just started walking. We wanted to take him and just let him walk around. We did the same thing. We went and found areas where there were not a lot of people, which in Animal Kingdom is kind of easy to do too. Um, and just let him behind Tusker House is have a, a blast. Area. Well, you see, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's funny because you know we get the questions all the time, um, and I'm thinking specifically about Universal right now. You know, is it is Islands of Adventure? You know, is there anything for my toddler to do? Yes. Taking uh, Victoria around Islands of Adventure and watching this little girl just go wild mm-hmm. with everything. Mm-hmm. Could she ride anything? No, not really. But it didn't matter to her. Mm-hmm. So I think at you know that 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 younger age, that that two, three, four year old stage, and then maybe not again until they're maybe nine or ten. It's um, about stepping. It's like it's about. Not doing what you want to do. Right. If you're going right. to come here with small children, you cannot come with a commando plan of this is what's going to happen and this is what we're going to do. It's not going to work out for you. And your kids are going to be miserable. Yeah. See, when we go to Blizzard Beach, right now I have tunnel vision. I can only see us going straight to Tykes Peak, mm-hmm. and I don't see anything else in that park. Maybe riding around the creek, yeah. but I don't really care about I need to go do Summit Plummet. I just can't wait to go to Tykes Peak with them. See, that's mm-hmm. what I think is so cool about well, having kids in general, your life is going to totally evolve as they grow, and you'll be seeing different things as they get older. Evolve Maybe not so much. <laughs> I mean, people, especially people that only come back once a year, once every two years to the parks, they're going to see something totally different yep. 
when their kid is two, when they come back when the child is five or six, it's going to be a totally different experience. Right. And when they come back again as teens, it's going to be something totally different then. And eventually, you're going to get back to that point, if you come back enough, where you're coming back and you're going to be able to do the things that you'd like to do in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a big... And, you know, the we, circle of the life. The circle of life. I was thinking that. I wasn't going to say it. We actually made sure, you know, Finley fell asleep. We were planning to go around lunchtime, but she fell asleep and took a good nap. Um, so I think making sure your kids are well rested before you hit the parks is a great idea. And letting them have a nap in the middle of the afternoon, whether it's in the stroller or going back to your hotel or whatever, um, will make everyone happier, mm-hmm. including you and the you If know, your child, child takes naps, yeah. Well, at the stage I'm talking about, which is our kids' age, they take naps. Recognize their limitations. Right. And but, I'm tired of hearing, do you know how much I paid for this vacation? Yeah. You are going to do these things. To a one-year-old. Don't <laughs> don't force kids to do stuff they don't want to do. Exactly. I, I just think it's, you know, I mean, we all go how many times? And I said, to see the parks, like through my granddaughter's eyes, it's just... It's a whole it, different it's experience. It's a whole different it really experience. Is. And I come away with like a whole new appreciation because... There's something for me at my age, and there's something for them mm-hmm. at two and four. I mean, how great is that? We yeah. did uh, Universal last weekend, both parks. We went with the intention of going to Islands of Adventure and doing Seuss Landing, and we did that, made a circle around the park. Then we headed over to Universal um, to do early Mardi Gras. We thought that Ferris especially would enjoy the Zydeco Band. Mm-hmm. And just let me tell you, there was no one else in front of this band. You know, people are kind of on the sidewalk and watching. We got him out of his stroller, let him go. I told Corey, I said, there's music. He's not going to go far. And he just danced and Aww. walked. The band came off a- the stage and let him play the, yeah. the washboard. The washboard. Aww. And the accordion player had the accordion there for him, let him watch him play that. And I have that boy's never had that bla- much of a blast, I don't think. One thing we would change, though, because it, it's weird. It's like the one mistake we did make. We didn't go to Islands and Universal with the, atten- the intention of them getting wet. And there's a lot of water activities. Even yeah, there in, is. Even in Seuss Landing, that's where we started. Like next time, we would just go to Seuss Landing and go back out and then go to Universal. Because mm-hmm. once we walked around, there was nothing really. For them to do. We were looking for the places they can walk around. But it's not there at Islands. It's just not. The only place that is for them is Seuss Landing. It's totally different from a Disney park. We went on a weekend, With the exception too. of Magic Kingdom right now. Because Pooh's Playful Spot is not there. You know, it's it's totally walled off. So there's no play area for young kids. Isn't there one in the cartoon Popeye area? Isn't there one over there? Yeah, with the it's big a water bucket. ride. The big, no, there's like oh, a big... Oh, 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 you're talking about... It's, Woody Woodpecker. It's, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's a little old for them still. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like four to eight. We or did something. the Barney yeah. play area at Universal, and then Fivel's little mm-hmm. playland because everything is you know books and glasses are gigantic. Right. But I just think you have to go with the intention of only doing things for your child. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't. We live here. Well, it's so easy it's for totally, us to it's, say it's, that. It's, yeah. it's totally different for us, and I honestly would not want to have to plan a vacation here. I'm being honest. Really? I, I like living here. I like the fact that I can go and I don't have to have a plan and I don't have to ride everything. And, you know, I, I'm just. Right. We can do it at a more leisurely right. pace. Right. But you were never. But people you were, ask but us you were all never the time. That, you were never that Disney fan either. Yes. No, I, I wasn't. That. Yeah. So let me ask that question to you. Absolutely. I would. But what, what, which, what changes? When you're, you know, because it's a good point to bring up that you, you live here. Um, so if you didn't live here and you were planning this vacation the way everyone listening to the show does, 
What changes when you have toddlers? Uh, I, I would actually spend more time to do stuff that I wanted to do in addition to them. Like I, w- I couldn't go to the Magic Kingdom with uh, just the intention of them. They're they're going to be important, and I want to make sure that they do and see everything they want to do. But I'm not going to not ride uh, Splash Mountain or Space Mountain or do those rides too. So I- that's when the child swap becomes. Right. But now let me see. Ask- well, it'll be like that for us when Taylor visits because mm-hmm. she wants to do all those things. Right. You know, this is her her one time a year she gets to come. She loves Splash Mountain. She loves you know Thunder Railroad Mount, uh, and all that. So that's going to be the time when we actually get to see what it's really like to do the child swap in the summer. Right. <laughs> How about With dining? Toddlers. How about dining? How does that? Uh- Our kids are not as long as we go at a time when they're ready to eat too. We are you can, still taking their food in, or do you order for them on, on the um, We can menu? order for Ferris, and she can eat some things off of our plates, but I still just bring like a jar He's of baby French food fries for and her. chicken nuggets, so, you know, that's, oh. the, he loves that's fried the American green pavilion. Bean. You're in my world now. <laughs> yeah. But as long as we usually, if we're all four going out to dinner somewhere, we make sure we go when they are ready to eat. Right. Mm-hmm. Because then they will sit there, and they will just snack, 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 yeah. and eat, 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 and then we can eat, and it's nice. Cool. For now. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for that. That's, uh, like I said, <clears throat> having had the experience myself once uh, last month, um, you know, everybody said it's different when you see it through a kid's eyes. Mm-hmm. And I kind of intellectually, I knew that. But, you know, it, it just, it was such a different experience. We need to get a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys just need to come with us. We need to get a Yorkie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you hold Ferris's leash. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, everybody. That'll do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another episode of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes, especially with your kids.